Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Well, Good morning, good morning. How are you? Thank you so much for joining us. This is Miss B right here on... Storm Talk 365 on Blog Talk Radio. I appreciate you joining us this morning. I pray that you're having a great, great day. As always, before I begin any broadcast, I'd like to thank the Father for everything that he's done. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the opportunity to come before your throne this morning. By way of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I pray that everything we do on this broadcast will be acceptable in your sight, but more importantly as well, we want it to be a blessing to those who are tuning in. Father, we thank you for your covering, and we ask that everyone that who's listening understand that it is not entertainment, but it is truly to share the word with them. So, in the name of Jesus Christ, I end this prayer and declare a decree that all that we say is done. Amen and amen. So thank you so much again for joining us, everybody. As always, I have a distinguished guest today. It's his time. We had to reschedule um, from Wednesday, but we are right back here with you this morning. It is Dr. Terry Dixon. It is the storm of Dr. Terry Dixon. He has some insights into the origins of our thought process, what causes us to believe the way we believe, and how much power we have through our thoughts, and he's just going to continue with this study until the Lord tells him that he needs to move on. I pray that you continue to join with us because this is part two. We're not quite sure how many more parts they are, but I guarantee you it is to empower you to become who we are as followers of Jesus Christ. So that being said, let us welcome Dr. Terry Dixon. Dr. Dixon, are you there? Yes, and good morning to you and all of the wonderful listeners that you have. We're excited to be with you this morning and to share the word of the Lord. Amen, amen. And yes, Doctor, you really have a powerful uh, message to give us. I just explained to the listeners that the Lord has given you um, such a gift to be able to help us to understand the origins of our thought processes and how they affect our daily lives. And not only that, how negative thoughts are really um, come a part of our thought processes. We don't understand everything there is about the spiritual realm. And as we go into this lesson, I'm sure you're going to enlighten us. So without further ado, everybody, I'm going to turn the phone line, the mic over to Dr. Apostle Terry Dixon. Thank you so much, Ms. B, and it's always a pleasure to share with the people of God and wherever they're kind enough to tune in. We thank God for those that are listening and those that have tuned in to share with us as we endeavor to teach the word of the Lord. As we have previously started our series on the belief system, and it is necessary and certainly needful for every believer to walk in faith and understand how to believe God 
for their needs and their family needs as they move forward in life. So we began uh, last week as we talked about the four systems of belief that we uh, all live by. And I will reiterate those four systems right now. The first system that we live by is what God says. The second system is what Satan says. The third is what others say. And the fourth is what you say or think or feel. So it is necessary to understand that system of belief. And we're going to endeavor to speak to you through the word of God and take you through each and every one of those belief systems to inspire you, to prayerfully uplift you and give you an understanding of what God expects from us. We want, we want to understand that the word of God is the mind of God. And you will always hear me say that on a regular basis because this is what I teach our students at our Bible college. The Word of God is the mind of God. And when we study the Word, we're studying God's mind. We're studying God's attitude, God's characteristics, and God's way of doing things. And since Christ lives in us, and we are the image of God, He wants to train and prepare us that we will walk as he would walk on the earth. So, with that said, let us attack the first level of belief, which is what God says. And we understand that the word of God is what God says. We also need to understand that everything that's written in the Bible is not what God says, but there are other contributors to what others have said and what was said, and we need to distinguish whether it's God speaking or man speaking or even Satan speaking. We also need to understand the dispensation, which means a time period that we live in. We also need to understand the covenants in which we have read or do read about in Scripture. We need to understand that there are seven dispensations and there are eight covenants that begins with Genesis all the way up to now, and we will understand that we're living in the dispensation of the church and or grace, and we will understand the covenant that we are living in. Let us begin with the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah, and you will find in the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah where God gives Isaiah a prophecy. And he speaks to Isaiah, and he tells him to comfort the people. And he tells Isaiah to speak tenderly to his people. And he says to them that their warfare is accomplished, which means your battle, your warfare is over. When Jesus came... He defeated, when he died on the cross, he defeated the enemy. And when he came, he gave power to the church. 
The Bible shares in Acts 1-8, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall have power. Another word for power is authority. Dunamis, Hebrew word, it's power or authority. When the Spirit of God lives in a believer, he has authority, complete authority over the principalities, dominions, and demonic forces. And, of course, the Bible talks about uh, those principalities, which are master demons. You have authority over demonic influence, whether it be through your children, your attack of your body, your family. You yet have authority over demon spirits. Well, the book of Isaiah talks about how Isaiah prophesied and saw John the Baptist coming, who was a forerunner, and that he would be able to also minister about the coming of Christ. Well, in the third verse of Isaiah 40, the voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, speaking about John the Baptist, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Now, this is Isaiah prophesying about the coming of John the Baptist, and John the Baptist, in turn, will minister and prophesy about the coming of Christ. And he says, every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and high hill and high place and hill shall be made low, and the crooked places shall be made straight. And the fifth verse is what I want to, to zero in on. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Now remember, we have said that there are four levels of belief. And the first one is what God says. Now understand, in the fifth verse, Isaiah prophesied and said, For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. It was God using Isaiah to speak and prophesy about the coming of John the Baptist as well as Jesus. And who said it? The mouth of the Lord. And this is what we want to concentrate on this morning, is the mouth of the Lord. What God says. Your belief system is based upon, or it should be based upon, what God says. Not what others say, but what God says. And when people learn how to walk circumspectfully before God through the understanding and revelation of the Word of God, their lives will be much better. And it's also needful for us to understand that when God speaks, he speaks in different ways. Sometimes the Lord will speak by a dream, sometimes by vision, sometimes by prophecy, and most time by the written word. The written word is the Bible, and it is called Logos. It's the spoken, it's the written word. Then we have what is called rhema, 
which is directive word, is a direct word or a spoken word. The logos is the written word, rhema is the spoken word. And let's understand that the scripture shares in Numbers 23 and 19. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. What God say, he make it good. He will back up everything that he has said in his word. If he said, with my stripes you are healed, then that's what he meant. You will also read that in the fourth chapter of Proverbs, that the word of God says there is health in his word. So you can read the word, and there's enough authority and power in the word of God to heal your body. Let's understand that David was a great seeker of God, a man to praise and a man to worship. He was also a man to war. In given times, he was the man that God used. In fact, the scripture says he's the apple of God's eye. He's a man after God's own heart. So, in the book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse number 11, it says, David says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. God's commandments, God's directives, God's word. What David said, I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Now, you're saying to me, Brother Preacher, that if I have the word in my heart that I won't sin? No, what I'm saying to you with the hidden word in your heart can keep you from sinning. But if you do make a mistake, we have an advocate. We have Jesus Christ who forgives sin. If you repent, he will forgive. He's righteous and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So to the belief system is based upon believing God's word. So this is why David said, your word that I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. And he also said in another passage, the Lord, for the Lord to keep him from secret faults. So if you follow the word of the Lord, he will keep you from secret faults. And he will bless you, and you will be able to survive these wrecks of time. I also want you to understand that David said that the interest of God's word gives light. The interest of his word gives light. Now, in order for that light to be effective in your spirit and in your life, it's got to get in you. That's why he said, thy word that I hid, I kept in a very private, special part of me that I might not sin. Didn't say he wouldn't, that he might not sin against the Lord. Then, of course, when Jesus came, he brought grace and truth. And if a brother does sin or anyone, the Lord says he's given us an escape 
through confession and repentance, you know. So David says in Psalms 119 and 130, the entrance of thy word gives light. When the word of God gets in you, the belief of God's word, it lights up your direction. It gives you guidance. It gives you directives on which way to go. It inspires your wisdom. It inspires your knowledge, the interests of God's word. Remember, that's what we're talking about, the guidance, what God's word says. Our minds have to be renewed in order to receive this. You say, well, how do we renew our mind? By meditating on the word of the Lord. Joshua says in Joshua, the first chapter, he said, I will meditate on his word day and night. The word meditate means to mutter. It means to go over and over, roll around in your mind on a consistent basis. When I rise up in the morning, my mind is on the word. Throughout my day, my mind is on the word. When obstacles come my way, opposition, attacks from the enemy, my mind immediately goes to the word because the interest of his word gives me direction, gives me light. It shows me where to go, what to do, how to handle the problem, how to handle the situation. And this is why the Lord had directed me to write a book that's entitled Encountering Painful Circumstances. Encountering, and many of you that are listening to me, has encountered difficult things. And we have a book that's entitled Encountering, and we teach you how to deal with every episode that comes your way. And, of course, my books can be found, of course, on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. And if you put in Dr. Terry Dixon, you will see a list of those books. Encountering Painful Circumstances is a wonderful book written under the anointing of God to bless many, many people. And in that particular book, you will find how to deal with loss, how to deal with brokenness, how to deal with loved ones that have passed away, how to deal with things that you've encountered on your job and family issues and relationships. Or you can get it from me directly. You can write me at uh, Dr. Terry Dixon, Post Office Box, 1351, Cambridge, Maryland, 21613, and uh, send a love gift of 1695 for the book, and we will have our team and our staff to get it right out to you. But the word of the Lord, as we're established here, is that the interest of his word brings light. So our belief system should be based upon his word because, let's remember, Isaiah said, your mouth has spoken it. The word of God is God speaking to us. It's God speaking through us and God speaking for us. So when that word gets in you, he said it gives him Light, And he moves on in the 13th verse. He said, I opened my mouth and panted, which means that he got so excited and eager 
for what God's word says, David said, for I long for your commandments. When the word of God gets in you, there's going to be a longing for more of it. There's going to be a hunger for more of the word because it becomes a part of you. That's why David said, that word that I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. And it's necessary, as David said, the more I learn, I get excited. And the more excited I get, the more I want. He that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. That's the word of God. And then David goes on to say, look thou upon me. Verse 132. And uh, be merciful unto me as thou use to do unto those that love your name. And he goes on to tell them another passage of what we've heard in song as well as preaching. Order my steps. When the word gets into you, God will order your steps. So it's important to know what you believe and to know how you believe. Now, you cannot receive a word from everyone so you need to understand how to receive a word and where to go to get that word. We've got a great deal of confusion going on in our land today where there are many people who are not prepared to do ministry and to teach and instruct others on the word. And they've caused great confusion and dissatisfaction in the minds and the hearts of God's people. And so it is important to have an understanding of what the Word of God says. Now, yes, there are five-fold ministry, and I have never in my 40 years of ministry seen so many folks labeling themselves with the prophet as, with the title of prophet or apostle. And in these titles reside and live, especially the gifts of the Spirit. The gifts of the Spirit have been given, according to the Scripture, have been given to all the church, all men, to profit with all, the Scripture said. So not just the apostle or the prophet can be used through the gifts. But we have to be careful when we follow someone who proclaims to be a prophet, to make sure that they are people of God. The word of the Lord tells us in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 18, and verse number 19. So we have to be careful when we receive the word. Now, let's understand is what we believe. I'm talking about the belief system, believing the word. Looking at the 19th verse, Moses says and writes, and the book of Deuteronomy is the fifth book of law. It shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. Speaking of the prophet. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak 
in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. This is why you have to be careful of following prophetic ministries. Oh, yes, there are real men and women of God that walk in the office and in the ministry of the prophetic. And it's necessary in these last days because it's a gift and a ministry gift that's been given to the body of Christ. But we need to understand that everyone who labels themselves or titles themselves as a prophet or a prophetess may not be one. So how do we judge? How do we understand whether or not these are prophets or prophetess of God? Well, first we need to understand that if someone is prophesying to you and saying things to you that's contrary to the word of God, according to the scripture here, the Lord said, that prophet is going to die. Don't believe him. If they're telling you to go away from God and the things that you know is contrary to the word of God, or contrary to the standard of holy living, the scripture said, that prophet is not of God. The 21st verse says, if thou say in your heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? That's exactly what I just said. You said, how am I going to know if this is the word of the Lord spoken, or if it's not the word of the Lord? Well, he answers that. In the 22nd verse, he says, When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. If God said it, he will make it good. Remember, I told you in the book of Numbers 23 and 19, if God said it, he'll make it good. He'll bring it to pass. He'll make it happen. He'll cause it to come forth. If a prophet says to you, thus saith the Lord, and this will happen or that should happen or that's going on, and it doesn't, then the Lord says, it's not a prophet. That's the second evidence of the proof of a real prophet. Well, the first one is that he's not going to send you after other gods. The second one is that when he prophesies or she prophesies and uh, it come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. Or if it doesn't come to pass, the Lord did not speak to that person. But the prophet has spoken it presumptuously. Thou shalt not be afraid of him. That's the word of the Lord. How do you know when someone is a prophet of God? Well, you've got to watch their life. You've got to listen to what they say if it's based upon what the scripture teaches. And when they prophesy, check to make sure it's coming to pass or what they're saying is true. And if it is not, then according to the word, you know you're not to believe that prophet. In fact, God said there's a possibility that they will die when they tell you to follow other gods or other teachings. Remember, Paul said in Galatians chapter 1, if another come unto you preaching another gospel, let him be a curse. So there's only one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one word, one spoken word 
from God, and that is the Word of God. It's what we believe is necessary. Remember, Jesus said, the words I speak unto you, St. John 6 and 63, they are spirit and they are life. These are the words spoken. The words spoken. You remember the episode in the 24th chapter of Luke when Jesus had risen from the dead and he got out of that grave. They saw his linen, his clothes lying in the grave, which means his body slipped right out of his clothes and he was resurrected. And there were two men in that chapter on the way to Emmaus, a small town called Emmaus. And they were walking along, talking about Jesus and how Pilate had ordered him to die and how he had mighty deeds in his life and healed the sick and ministered to people. And these guys were walking. So Jesus, before he went back to glory, now he had already had his glorious body. He joined their conversation. This story is in the 24th chapter of Luke. And so he asked them, what were they talking about? And they went on to explain to Jesus. They didn't know that, that he was Jesus because the scripture said their eyes were holding. They didn't recognize him. They didn't have an understanding of who he was. And so as they told him what they were talking about, and they continued to talk, and Jesus was moving on, and they constrained themselves. And they said, Jesus, hold, basically. Stay with us. Break bread with us. And so he did. And uh, he sat with them, and he ate food. He had on a body. He had his body, glorious body. And they were able to see him. And when he broke the bread, they recognized it was Jesus. The Bible said their eyes came open and he vanished. He went on to heaven. But they said these words is where I'm trying to get to in the 32nd verse. Didn't our hearts burn as he spoke with us by the way? What I'm saying to you, when you get into the word of the Lord, and you study the word of the Lord, it's God speaking to you, and it will burn your heart. It will light you up. It will move your spirit. That's what they meant by the burning. They were so moved. They were so stirred. They were lifted in their spirit as he spoke to them about him. And they said, didn't our hearts burn? And when you listen to the word of God, the Bible teaches it, your your heart will also burn. You will be stirred. You will be spoken to in such a way until it will really lift your spirit. There are many times the Lord has spoke to me by vision, by dream, and mostly by the word. There are many times when I travel, and before I get to the church, and before I get to the service, the Lord will show me. Things I remember being in Baltimore, Maryland some years ago, and as I was on the train going to the service, I saw a lady that was in a 
certain kind of outfit on a blue dress. And the scripture, the Lord let me know that she was sitting to my right and as I stood in the pulpit. This was in the vision I saw on the train. And the Lord told me the condition that was in her body. I saw this woman, and then when I got there and I sat on the platform, I started looking for this woman that the Lord showed me. And there she was. And when I asked her to stand and spoke to her what the Lord said to me, she said, yes, that's true. That's what's going on. And I said, today God's going to heal you. And he did. He worked a miracle for her. And the outfit and everything that the Lord showed me was there. So he will speak to you. That's the spoken word. He will speak to you. He will also speak to you through the word of the Lord. There are times that the Lord has given me a passage of scripture, which is a spoken word. And it healed me. It lifted me. It prepared me for the next struggle, for the next obstacle. This is what I want to get over to you this morning. As you study the Word, the Word of God will become life to you. Remember, Jesus said, the words I speak, they're life. The Word will become development. It will guide you. It will direct you. The Word of God cooperates with the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost cooperates with Jesus. The word of the Lord tells us there are three to bear record in earth. And that's the spirit, the word, and the water. And they and the scripture said they agree as one. The father does not work outside of his son, and the son doesn't work outside of the father, or the Holy Ghost doesn't work alone, doesn't work outside of the Godhead body. The scripture says to us, in him, Jesus, Philippians 2 and 9, in him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead body. Speaking of Jesus, in Jesus dwelleth the fullness, the activity of the Father, the Holy Ghost, and the Son. That's the word. That's not some doctrinal teaching or some organization or some policy, it's the word. And I feel today the problem with many churches is that we have become so traditionalized. Tradition is a law or belief in which a person person constantly followed. We've passed down so many traditions until people are just absolutely confused. When I came along, there were preachers in my early days, that taught against miracles and healing. They taught against the gifts of the Spirit. And yet we believe, we have people that don't believe in the gifts of the Spirit today. Now, the Lord put them in the church. I like to know who has the power to take them out. The gifts of the Spirit was given to the church. Who took them out? Who told you to stop teaching and believing uh, the Word of God when it comes to the gifts of the Spirit. You've got preachers that, oh, we don't need that today. It's not for today. I was taught as a youngster coming up because of ignorant preachers that Jesus only had 12 disciples. Well, there is an element of truth there. 
the Bible says in Revelation 21, there were 12 disciples or 12 apostles of the Lamb, which means that these were 12 men that he handpicked himself that walked with him. But there were other apostles. There were Paul, there's Silas, there's Barnabas. There are many men that were apostles. What is an apostle? An apostle means sent one or special messenger of God. Now, today, people take on the term or the title apostle because they think it's going to exalt them. They love to be exalted over people and have someone under them. It's a flesh thing with them. But that's not what an apostle is. An apostle is a special messenger that's been anointed with the word in a special and an unusual way. And the Lord used them miraculously through the gifts of the Spirit, miracles, signs and wonders, as well as through the spoken word. So we need to understand that these disciples that was on their way, the Bible calls them disciples, they were on their way to Emmaus. He spoke to them. That's the spoken word. Jesus spoke to them. And the Bible said, did not hearts burn. So when you begin to believe the word of God, he's speaking to you. As you study the Bible, he's speaking to you. And you will sense the glory of God as you study the word. You will sense the glory of God as you read the word of God. When you understand these principles, they will be greatly, greatly blessed and you will be able to bless others. Now, I want to start on the second topic we talked about, which is what Satan says to you. And these are belief systems that we've got to distinguish. The devil will talk to you all day if you allow him. This is why your mind needs to be renewed in the Lord. Your mind must be renewed so that when he brings you these kinds of thoughts, you will be able to understand that the thoughts he's bringing to you is not the word of God. I want you to see that I'm going to take from the book of Luke and we're going to um, speak to you briefly about what Satan had to say. So let's understand, we only have a few minutes left, and I'll just read just one scripture or two to you in the fourth chapter of the book of Luke, is what Satan says. And let's look at how he tried to speak to Jesus. Now, if he tried to speak to Jesus, you know he will try to speak to you. In Luke's gospel, chapter 4, verse 5, And the devil taketh him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of a time. And the devil said, note now, this is the devil talking to Jesus. He said this to Jesus, all this power will I give you and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me and to whom 
whatsoever I will give it. Now remember, he said this because let's understand that Satan is the prince and power of the air. Let's also understand that he's the god of this world, according to Second Corinthians four and four. So he was able to say that to Jesus because the world he was dominating this world system. Remember, people of God, we live by we live in two worlds. We live in the spirit world, we live in the natural world. So, my friend, I just wanted to share that with you until our next broadcast. We're going to pick this up, but if you'd like to contact me, please give me a call for, at 410-330-2383, or you can send me an email at essmi403 at verizon.net. For any questions or any concern regarding our Bible college or online studies, we have a syllabus that talks about the belief system. You can send me an email or call me about that, or you can go to my website at essmi.org. Until our next bro pro program, I want to encourage you to stay in the Word. I'm going to pray, Father, in Jesus' name, everyone that is listening under the sound of my voice, I pray your blessings upon them, touch their bodies from head to toe, give them an understanding, the wisdom, knowledge, and enlightenment of your word. We pray this blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Until our next broadcast, friend, always remember that God loves you, and you know I love you too. God bless you. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. I am just so excited. Um, Dr. Terry Dixon, I did not want you to end. I was just mesmerized. I thank you so much, not only with the opening prayer and everything in the beginning and the end, let me just tell you, people, um, I don't, I can't say whether, and I'm not going to ask him on air, whether he's ever heard any of my broadcasts or not, but if any of you have been following me, we are so on point with the message that we're trying to get out to the masses. We want you to be empowered. We want you to understand truly who you are and what the spirit realm is, is all about. Um, I just want to say this was something that I had not planned but I just want to say Dr. Terry Dixon has inspired me since the first time we met. Uh, we were finishing each other's sentences, and I was jumping up and down in my chair like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. So I am just – I'm I'm really teary-eyed. I cannot – I have some things to do. Guess what I'm going to be playing um, in on my iPod on my way out, um, this sermon, because it just it's, – I just can't get enough of it. I thought the first one was good, but this one – Oh, yeah. So let me just say this, people. Um, this is Storm Talk 365. This is Ms. B. I am Benita Claiborne, and I am telling you right now that um, what's the name of your college again? I want to make sure that they get it from you. The name of your Eastern theology Eastern Shore is School of Ministry and Theological Studies. We're also on Facebook under that same name. And you know why I wanted him to say that? Because I am telling you right now, that I have spoken with the doctor, and I'm becoming a student, and I want you to know that I don't take this lightly. There are so many ways that I could have um, become more, I could say, knowledgeable in the scriptures, but the Holy Spirit led me 
to Dr. Dixon. And I'm telling you, I'm excited about taking the courses. I'm excited about um, continuing my relationship with him in the spirit. And I'm excited about him coming on Storm Talk 365, helping to encourage you all to understand who you truly are in the body of Christ. I also, I want you to join me, become a student. Um, he makes it affordable. He makes it available. Please look into it. Find him on Facebook. I'm going to be posting this show as soon as we finish. It's going to be on demand on Spreaker, and Joy Ross Live will be picking it up on PositivePower21.org. So you have so many different ways. Also, uh, because of our affiliation with um, PositivePower21.org, we are also on iTunes Radio. So wherever you feel the need to listen to us, you will be able to find us. You can replay us over and over again. And I encourage you to come back here next week, Wednesday. We're going to be here at 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. And my shows are immediately posted so you can pull them aside and listen to them because sometimes the hour is too long for you to listen to a show. But that's the beauty of the Internet. You can stop and start anytime you want. So, again, this is Dr. Terry Dixon, he will be every Wednesday, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and he will be discussing, among other things, we're still talking about the mind and the human belief system. Thank you so much, Dr. Dixon. I really appreciate you. I look forward to starting my courses soon, and I will keep everybody updated on my progress. Thank you so much again, sir. God bless you, and thank you. You're welcome, sir. Have a blessed one. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.